Thank you for joining us and welcome to this bonus episode of the Focusrite Pro Podcast. This is a monthly show where we dive into the cutting-edge technology behind professional audio products. My name is Dan Hughley and I'm the U.S. Marketing Manager for Focusrite and Focusrite Pro. Today we're coming to you live from the NAB show as part of our NAB series. On the show today, I'm joined by the podcast planner herself, Addie Saucedo. Today we're going to discuss getting started with your podcast different types of content creators, why she wrote the podcast planner, Addie's podcast, Modern Vintage Radio, and a whole lot more. Let's get started. Welcome. We have Addie Saucedo, host of Modern Vintage Radio and uh, the creator of the Podcast Planner here with us. Thank you for joining us, Addie. I'm really excited to be here with you. I'm excited as well, and I'm, I'm, I was really excited to learn that you were going to have your own booth here at the NAB show. Yeah. Uh, so I, I can't wait to come over there and check it out and see what you have. It's exciting to just see you know, people walk by and then they see the word podcast and then they say, what is this? Like, tell me more. And then just out of saying one simple word about podcasting, they have a flood of other questions about podcasting. So that's what gets me excited about being at these events. I like the way that they have the podcast pavilion in a separate place. So everybody is there kind of doing the same thing. So it's, you know, if someone's coming out or if they stumble upon it and they go, oh, well, I'm interested in podcasting, everything is right there. And um, I love the podcast community because everybody really helps each other out a lot. Um, And there's a lot of positive energy in that community is what I've learned in the last year. Because there's so much to learn. And there's different hats that we wear as a podcaster that you have to ask for help. You have to ask for advice. And when you're in a community who's been through that where there is no professional school yet. I mean, it's starting to spearhead its head or poke its head out in these different educational formats but for the most part podcasting is still in its beginning phases where you don't have a broadcasting school you don't have a set sale or what is the other full sale full sale sorry and musicians institute you don't have those for podcasting that would be cool no i would imagine that in the short term they're going to start adding in some courses for podcasting Uh, they'd be silly not to at this point um, because there are some you know small niche schools popping up just for podcast uh, recording and engineering and things like that. Yeah. Um, you know, those are mostly remote, but I'm, I'm fairly certain that some of the public institutes and private as well will start picking up some, some podcast courses. It should. It should because, you know, not only, not everybody knows that there's podcast communities out there. It continues to grow. Yeah. But I feel that if schools start to adopt and teach podcasting, which is, I, you know, obviously I'm biased, but it's the future and it's been here for a while. Yeah. It's It has matured enough for, I think, schools to stop ignoring it already. There's a lot of numbers behind podcasting and just, just in the last couple of months, it's been overwhelming how much uh, has been invested by larger companies buying up smaller podcast companies. Yeah. Uh, they're seeing something and you know we all need to kind of get on board with that, I think. Content, yeah, content personality creation. driven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's those two things I think that really drive not just the podcasting space, but YouTubers. That's why yeah. YouTube is very popular. They have influencers on there. 
It's just, it's the personalities and those unique content that come out of those personalities. And it, it's funny because my little uh, eight-year-old nephew, mm -hmm. when you ask him what he wants to be when he grows up, it's it's not an astronaut or the president. He wants to be a YouTube star. Wow. So content creators are, you know, the next the wave. Uh, he got really excited. I did this really cool masterclass with a guitar player. And he got really excited to see my video of that on YouTube. Not because I'm with this, like, you know, this guy that sells out stadiums. Yeah. No, because a guy he knew was actually on YouTube. Wow. Which is kind of, you know, embarrassing to me. But, you know, <laughs> the kid maybe should have realized, you know, this guy was pretty awesome. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. That's so cool. they want to be content creators. And yeah. I, I think the future is going to just see a lot more of that. And um, we should start talking to them now and, and educating people now because they're like you were saying there's a lot of information out there uh, it's not centralized and not all of it is true <laughs> unfortunately or it, uh, not maybe not true but maybe it's not the best advice right it's there's there's content out there or advice out there that's also with a, an agenda behind mm -hmm. them and because of those agendas it's not the best advice it's usually because the agenda is to fill somebody's pocket with money exactly yeah and it's you know, we're all there, but I think uh, you have to be aware of what is it that they're truly teaching you? Is it the best way and is sure. it the best that fits for you? There's many different ways to podcast, but what is it that's going to work best for you? Getting started, maybe it's not going to be a $400 microphone. Right. Uh, that would be nice. No, but <laughs> no. And I'm in the business of selling audio interfaces. Um, and I, you know, I, I kind of push the, uh, like the Samsung Q2U. Get yeah. started for what? What are they? They're they're under seventy dollars, right? Yeah. But that's a really great place to start because you'll 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 have a small investment. You won't feel like there's this big, um, you know, like heavy cloud over your head that I invested all of this money. I mean, seventy dollars to a lot of people is a lot of money, but yeah. it it'll get your voice out there. You'll you'll learn from that, and then it's very easy to expand on that. At yeah. that point, you have a microphone. You can then add in an audio interface for some some uh, better audio quality. Um, and then, you know, just kind of grow from there. And it's it, it's not, you know, a huge upfront expense. So, um, yeah. you know, um, and, and I'm, I'm trying to sell that expensive <laughs> or more expensive. Expensiver? Did I just try to say <laughs> expensiver? Yeah, I'm going to I'll leave. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I feel like if you're going to work so hard, because creating content, whether it's just you talking about something that you're passionate about, it takes time, it takes energy. If you're going to do all that, might as well do it right. Yeah. And if that's investing in a $40 to $70 microphone, plus an interface that doesn't, you know, to be frank, the 2i2 doesn't cost an arm and a leg. It's enough to really set you apart to have a professional audio sound in your podcast and attract that audience. Because I always say this, like gone are the days of being able to just hit record on your phone without any microphone attached to it mm. and just record. That used to happen as much as that like irks us to even hear, like me mention that. Yeah. That a lot of people got away with that. A lot of people got away with just hitting record on their laptop and hearing all the desk noise, but those days are gone. Now it's, what are you gonna do for your audio quality that's not gonna be distracting and gets into the content as fast as possible? Yeah you are able to deliver content that resonates with you and then resonates with your audience. And that's, that is really important. Just you're, you're cut, cutting out the barriers to getting started. Yeah. Um, and, that, and that's really important. You know, um, I know when I first started recording, I was intimidated by a simple audio interface, a two-channel audio interface, not unlike a Scarlett 2i2 that you mentioned. Mm -hmm. um, but really, when you break it down, there's only a couple of things you have to deal with on a regular basis. 
Um, so, you know, there's, there's, there is quite a bit of content out there. Um, you were great and helped us out with, uh, with a, a video uh, on the 2i2 and the 6i6 uh, for getting started either on your own or with an interview. So um, I'll have to put a, a link to that content in show notes. But, um, you know, I, I kind of skipped over some things. What is, what is your audio background? Um, because you're, you're an engineer yourself, right? Yeah. And also a podcaster. Yeah, so my background is audio engineering because I wanted to get into radio. Mm-hmm. So I went to audio engineering school, learned all the hard stuff about the sound waves and mixers and cables and even how to properly wrap a cable, things like that. So I did that for about three years. Um, and I once I started getting into the... Uh, what's the word that I'm looking for? Internships. I realized like the chances of me getting into the space are very, they're going to be very difficult. Right. At the same time, I started listening to podcasts and I said, well, that's what radio is anyways. And if I'm listening to a radio show that's being then distributed on a podcast, why can't I do that? Right. Yeah. And I just started, I started researching and I thought, well, this is how I'm. This is how I'm going to do. It. I'm going to beat the man and start podcasting, and that's when I just, I had the equipment already because I was going to audio engineering school. I had the microphone. I had the mixers, and after recording, after a while, I was like, oh, I don't know the content. <laughs> I need to. That's the stuff I need to practice on. Being a host, how do I, number one, get comfortable with talking, uh, and number two, how do I deliver what I want people to know about or learn. Or just let them know what's inspiring me or what's exciting me or what is, what's my curiosity in the subject and how can I deliver that. And then also in an interesting way. You have to deliver that in right. an interesting way. That, that is my biggest problem. I feel, like, <laughs> I feel like I'm reading just an instruction manual every time I try to, to, to describe anything. I don't, I don't feel like I can... I'm not a good storyteller, which you know a lot of podcasters are great storytellers. Um, and, and that's really something, a skill that you have to learn, whether it's how to plug in a microphone or, you know, you're telling a story, an actual story. Yeah. Um, yeah, you have to make that interesting. And, and that's something that you do. And, um, and your, your podcast, uh, Modern Vintage Radio, um, t- tell us a little bit about what you do there. So the Modern Vintage Radio, it started, there's two stories to that. So that's actually the first podcast I ever recorded. Okay. It was called Modern Vintage Radio Show. Okay. And its tagline was Timeless Topics with Today's Views, meaning I was going to talk about anything. That, that You really <laughs> opened it up there. And you're like, I don't know what my content is. Right. So I can, you, that's great. You gave yourself license to talk about anything at all. But then it failed. Like, oh. because I was talking about anything, and it, then, it just didn't stick with anybody. Okay. So um, I pulled that back and then I got into actually t- podcasting about TV shows. So I did one for Glee, the okay. show. All right. Uh, and then I did another one on the Once Upon a Time show. Okay. Yeah. And that gave me really some footing in an audience and what attracts them and what do I find interesting about this show or that episode that I just saw. And then from then it built on to. Um, taken different journeys of doing like a personal podcast and then after doing all of that people just said Addie you know this stuff I need your help so I started producing and editing and uh-huh. coaching people and then that's when I created the podcast planner okay when I started creating that I said well I have to have a podcast <laughs> for this thing so I just named it the podcast planner podcast like so simple and plain it was more of a marketing branding thing okay yeah that makes sense I didn't like the name but okay. I needed to do it mm-hmm. um, now that I've gained the traction that I wanted with that brand 
I brought it back to its original like goal, which is modern vintage radio, discussing the art and business of podcasting, because that's that's where my heart is at. That's where my passion's at. On not just how do you use gear, how do you tell a story. Mm -hmm. It's also the business side. How if you're creative. You, you do have to learn how do you monetize this thing or yeah. if money comes at you, how do you manage that? Like, cause sometimes there's, there's those opportunities that I've dealt with, uh, with certain clients that they've, their focus was on the content, but then next thing you know, they have advertisers knocking on their door and they just don't know right. what to do. Right. So there's a lot of aspects to podcasting now that I, I just really want to dive into. So that's where I'm at with modern vintage radio. And then, uh, so the, the Podcast Planner, which you mentioned, which is your book, and it's an incredible book. Uh, it's, a, it's a great place to get started because I, I read it myself, and it's full of some great, like, worksheets, and uh, it, it helps you to de develop the skills of properly launching your podcast. And then I like in there that you, you want people to sustain as well. You don't want them to hit that wall at some point where they either give up or they just run out of ideas. So you have some really great advice in your book about um, using post-it notes, um, which, which is awesome. I have a, a bulletin board in my office that I need to clear off, and that's where I'm going to start putting all my post-it notes uh, so I can organize my shows and, and topics and things like that. And I, I like the way that you use color um, because, you know, we, we could make this on a spreadsheet. The, you know, yeah. the same thing could be done, but it's not as tangible or as visible, you know, when you have uh, colors spread out across a board and then, you know, different words and different topics written on them. Yeah. So, yeah. There, and I like that you have kind of a, a follow up to each episode as well. Um, so, yeah, you have some really great information. I, Thank you. I recommend that to anybody getting started. And I, it's funny. There's plenty of copies of each of the worksheets, but I haven't wanted to write <laughs> on any of them. It's like, <laughs> what if I just fill this book up? I'm going to have to buy another book then. So maybe I should just stop being cheap and, no. and buy another book or, or just start filling the pages out. That should be the least of my worries. Right? Yeah, is, is, you just have to use them yeah. to get into the flow because it, it was built that way. Uh, I like to dive into the psychology of how we think and then what, what's the, what is the process of thinking and then leading up to the action to execute it. And that's where paper and pen, as mm -hmm. old as that is, it, the studies always show that that's what helps people per, uh, produce actual actions versus just thinking about it or logging it into your phone and then not ever seeing that note ever again. Uh, whereas in a physical thing, it's your, your motor skills are engaged, your thought process, your visuals, like all of your senses are engaged, which is why you remember that. And then going back to the visual aspect with post-its, you see these post-its transform from like a cloud of nonsense uh -huh. to actual episodes that encourage you and, and you see it like, whoa, there's my episode about microphones. There's my sure. episode about storytelling. Let me just hit record already. So it's kind of this psychology play that I found that worked for me and it worked with other clients. And that's when it just developed that into the podcast planner. And it can sound like, I'm, I guess I'm, I'm not trying to sound sciencey either. No, it's just the, <laughs> it's just the, like the basics of how we are seeing colors and seeing tangible things in front of us that encourage us to like execute on it as creatives and content creators and even engineers, we get caught up in the process yeah. and forget that why we're doing it and we should just execute it and do it, record it. And then that's where the planner is. It, it starts off, every episode template starts off with like a, you know, what are you gonna tell your audience? Yep. So then that starts to drive again, why are you gonna do this? Okay, get to it. Here's the recording sheet. 
fill it out, don't script it, just have bullet points, mm -hmm. get the conversation going, and then a checklist to make sure that you have all of the aspects of your episode done. Sure. Yeah. And that's all really important. And and for for me, that's the, the that before I, I, I got into the book, that was the toughest thing for me because there's so many different things that you, you really want. Um, and you even have some of the, the, the very basics in the beginning of the book, like uh, the checklist of what's your title, what's your tagline, what, you know, the mission statement kind of things, you know, and, and I think that's really important because that helps you when you get stuck to look back and go, where was I when I started this? Yeah. And that kind of re-triggers, you know, the motivation uh, and the desire to continue to, to uh, create good episodes and great yeah. content. It, does it make sense for you to even record that podcast right. episode? Or does that guest, you may like them personally as a friend or just somebody that you're interested in, but does that really resonate resonate with the audience for them to stay tuned in? Because one thing about podcasting that we shouldn't take for granted is that how dedicated podcast audiences are. They are, yeah. They're very dedicated and it's because it's an intimate medium, they can also pick up when you're just not doing it for fun anymore, when you have an agenda behind it, or you're getting caught up in some, you're losing the vision, they'll sense that, and then unsubscribe. Yeah. Uh, you don't want to waste their time, you don't want to misguide them, so always stay true to what's the content, what's the goal, and then if you follow, if you just think about like, your North Star, think of it as your North Star, that that's my North Star, that's my goal, that's my audience, everything just naturally starts to develop on its own. Yeah. Um, what do you, switching gears a little bit, um, back to the audio engineering side of things, uh, what, talk about your workflow. I know you and I have talked about it and your, uh, your signal chain. What do you use for your podcast? So currently I use, uh, I have a mixer, a Mackie, uh, and then I route that into two things. Um, the audio is going into the computer so that I can record into the DAW, which is mm -hmm. Adobe Audition. Mm -hmm. And then the other part is going into the Zoom H H6. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I have a backup because I've had my computer crash on me before. That's great to have two copies. Yeah, you have to have two. And then I have uh, the XLRs connected to an SS SM7B. Okay. Um, and then the cloud lifter because mm -hmm. it's, you know, game hungry. They really are. Yeah, they're very game hungry. Um, and then... I think that's I think that's it. I'm trying to remember everything that I have, but it's it's simple. I try to keep it very simple, which is after recording, you know, I've tested a couple things and I even had the 6i6 and I said, "Wow, like why why do I have all my equipment?" Like I I keep staring at my mixer and I have to I have to part ways because I connected the 6i6 with the SM7B and I loved that like how simple it was. Yeah. And then I look at the mixer, I'm like, "Oh man, like Faders. Faders yeah. is a thing. It, yeah. it, I, I love the feel of, you know, right. riding a fader up, you know, yeah. turning it up. Uh, I, I think that's that's different than like a mouse click. Yeah. You know, totally <laughs> different to me. It, it's almost like you can feel the sound going up. Right. You know, I, I don't know. You probably can't. It's probably all mental. It, and I think it's an emotional connection because of like my beginning of audio engineering. Yeah. But something like, you know, the 6i6 has really taken that those that all these chords like I just I don't like chords on my desk right I don't no, like I don't have either. to reach around a certain way I just have the 6i6 right under the you know the iMac it sits perfectly connects hit the button on and that's it I'm ready to go I I strongly believe and this goes even to content creation do the minimum for you to just start hitting record and get into the content 
Yeah, because then you don't want to lose that inspiration. Right. You know, and that and that's I, I've dealt with that. I know you've probably dealt with that. Is you know, you, you if you run into a technical glitch and you have a great creative idea in your head, by the time you get it ready to go, you kind of want to give up. Yeah. Or or you've forgotten what your yeah. uh, what 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 uh, inspired you at that yeah. point. Or the, just the more things that you add. So having a mixer, it, it there's a couple things going on, and if something sounds funny or something you maybe you hear a humming noise yep. you have so many other things to check and you just again like i just want to i always believe in practice like let's just make things as simple as possible mm -hmm. to get the content out that's that's always should be that's what your focus should always be versus just the tech unless your podcast is about tech <laughs> right which there are some of those yeah <laughs> podcasts about podcasts yeah there's plenty of those as well <laughs> yeah this might be one of them. <laughs> no, this is a good show. I love it. <laughs> this is a good show. You're on the first episode. <laughs> uh, thank you, though. I appreciate that. It makes me feel better. 20, 20 minutes in, it's a good show. We're, we're, you're getting there. As uh, long as you're having fun. I am having fun. This is a great time uh, yeah. here at the NAB show in Vegas. And, you know, I woke up at a decent time today. I didn't have a bad story from last night like some people might. <laughs> yeah. So sorry to those people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Um, but uh, cool. Um, anything? What else, What are you also you working on right now? Uh, so I'm also part of the Simplecast team. Why did I not bring that up? And it's okay. <laughs> why is that the one thing? It's, it's on the board. It's on the board. All right. <laughs> so I'm part of the Simplecast team, and I've I've been part of the support team for a while, and I've gotten a huge. You know, before I joined the team, I was always helping podcasters on a client base, consulting, and things like that. But then getting into the support aspect opened my eyes to just how misinformed podcasters are, or not just even just informed, misinformed, but how convoluted something so simple can be. Like the explanation of how things work, it's not simple. It's very complex and it takes yeah. more energy to explain. And I want to reshape that. I want to really yeah. tackle that and make the educational side of podcasting so much easier. Mm -hmm. Why? Because it, number one, as a creative, you shouldn't have to worry about the tech. No. Let the professionals worry about the tech. So let Focusrite create the interface where you just plug in your, your microphone and you just hit record. Mm -hmm. Let Simplecast worry about syndication and yeah. management and analytics. You don't have to worry about that. Mm -hmm. You just get on the mic and hit record. So. You don't have to learn about RSS feed. You don't have to learn about any of those weird things. Just you just get into it. So that's my job is is now moving towards educating and making podcasts simple. Mm -hmm. And those who are already podcasting help them get better at podcasting to keep their drive going yeah. and keep their their passion for it. Follow that direction, whichever it takes. You know, we see creatives all throughout our lives, they start with one, let's take a musician. Sure. They have one sound in the beginning and then it transforms into something completely different. Yeah. Take the Beatles, for example. Yeah. They went from like poppy, cool, you know, snappy music to, whoa, psychedelic and yep. very passionate, life-driven music. Yeah, no, the, the evolution of a creative is, is an interesting story in itself. And that journey is an interesting one to watch. Yeah. Uh, especially, you know, you, you were saying that um, the audience is very dedicated. If you are part of that dedicated audience, you're going to see that transition over time. Um, and that's something great to watch grow and yeah. evolve. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's really cool. So, yeah, Simplecast is awesome. Uh, I'm uh, going to be working with Simplecast for this show. 
uh, as well as um, another show that I'm going to be working on. So, you know, they've been great people. Uh, they've been a great supporter of, uh, of Focus Right, and I appreciate that. Um, there's even a, um, a promo code. I don't know if I should mention that. but uh, You should. I should. Um, yeah. if, you, if you do want to start up with Simplecast, you can get 50% off. I think it's your first two months mm -hmm. with the promo code FOCUSRIGHT. So use that in your cart at checkout, and you will get uh, a discount at, at, at checkout. Use it at checkout. Yeah. yeah. Checkout, or even once you've created your account, you can go under your billing and add the code oh. in there. Oh, that's great. I, yeah. I, I was not aware of that. <laughs> oh, that's great. Okay, cool. Uh, any anything else you'd like to talk about today? Uh, I think that's it. Like right. anything, I'm up for any type of discussion, but I, I feel like we covered a lot of things today. We did. So thank you for that. I appreciate it. <laughs> and uh, hopefully, hopefully this all sounds all right. Uh, it's podcast planner approved. I'm hoping. Yeah, I, I like it. All right, great. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, thank you, Addie, for your time today, and uh, uh, good luck with the rest of NAB. Awesome. You too. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for joining us on this bonus episode of the Focusrite Pro podcast. This podcast is produced by me, Dan Hughley, with music by Simon Poulton. This show was recorded on location at the NAB show. For more information on Focusrite Pro, please visit our website at www.pro.focusrite.com. Great. These booms are awesome. Yeah, I can actually I can actually sit comfortably and we were a little bit worried with having a couch because you know what if you're sitting here right. but you know you just kind of move it a little bit and uh, you know you can you can talk to whoever you'd like to talk to. Yeah. It's kind of great. That's even when you're in the office and you you do have a Skype call or a Squadcast call, you just relax. You're able to when you relax, you're able to project your voice differently. Yeah, that makes sense because yeah. the the air has a straight path. It's yeah. not convoluted coming out. Yeah. I think they, they, re, they recommend that for vocalists when they're singing as well. Yeah. Stand up straight. Standing you know, up versus sitting down. As much air in your lungs as possible, that kind of thing. Have you ever recorded your podcast standing up? I have not. <laughs> but uh, one of the first podcasts I listened to, which I, I actually gave up on listening to they only stand up for their podcast yeah. um they do a video as well and um and uh, they wear headsets like the one that you're wearing and yeah they, they stand the entire time which is kind of odd um <laughs> and sometimes it's like an hour and a half two hours of just standing and interviewing wow. so yeah it's it's a long one they'd have to be very comfortable i it just really depends for me i i prefer whether doing a webinar, recording a podcast, to stand up. But if it's that long, I have yeah. to sit down at some yeah. point. Well, we can stand up. I can. <laughs> no, we can okay. switch over. It's okay. <laughs>